What's up, everybody? Yep. I'm Brian. I'm Wolf. And this is minute 13 of X-Men, the 2000 movie. Uh, and this is X-Minutes, the podcast that dissects one glorious minute at a time, the longest-running superhero franchise at the time of filming, without a reboot, X-Men. And, oh man, I butchered this intro, but that's okay. This is minute 13. Wolf, what happened in this minute? So it's uh, we see pretty much the same thing of um, Anna Paquin uh, as Rogue. She's still sitting at the bar. Looks to me like she's still contemplating snatching that tip jar. Um, she's pretty but, listless. Yeah. In her uh, look like not much hope for what's she's coming. She's ready to risk it all. In her life. Um, then we see um, Logan. Uh, come up, you know, after an entire night of just beating the crap out of people. He's thirsty, so he goes and he sits down and asks for a beer. Uh, smoking a cigar. I, I remember when I first saw this in the theater, because, like, Wolverine has always been my favorite character. I mean, well, not always. My my favorite character was Nightcrawler. Uh, and then once I got a little older, um, um, Wolverine is my favorite character. So by the time this movie came out, it was all about Wolverine. And um, <laughs> and just seeing him, like, with the cigar and, and stuff, it, it was just fantastic. But being a theater nerd, I had known of Hugh Jackman from, like, Oklahoma and, like, I think Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. So it was, like, gotcha. really different seeing him in this, like, hardcore role. So I know he's done The Showman, which is pretty theatrical yeah. in terms of movies, but... And I, Les Miserables, I, I didn't know that. Did, yeah. <laughs> right. uh, Liam Neeson, Uma Thurman, Jeffrey Rush. Yeah. That, uh, that... Uh, yeah. I mean, that director went on to do Cats, so I think <laughs> right. I need to say yeah. about how much I enjoyed um but are you saying that he had a history i didn't know this he had a history in theater before this movie yeah so i mean he was uh i mean it was so he had a history of musical theater um and i believe uh he started doing australian television i think that's where he met his wife uh, I, okay. I, yeah, and and continued to do musical theater, and you know he was a you know song and dance man, you know very successful with it, and uh, I, I I vaguely remember him saying something like he like when he got the uh, opportunity to audition for Wolverine, he was like he, he thought it was a joke. I mean, <laughs> you know, because like you know you go from like you know. Could you imagine like Lin Manuel Miranda being Wolverine? It's like maybe after some. I mean, some... hey, we had uh, anything is possible. Christian Bale and Newsies before yeah, yeah. we got him in The Machinist and Batman Begins. Uh huh. Yeah. So I won't put anything past Lin Manuel Miranda. We've got David Diggs in my favorite movie, Blind Spotting. Oh my in the god! Original cast of Hamilton, which oh, I had wow. avoided that soundtrack before i saw hamilton because i didn't want it's i know it's history but i didn't want it spoiled i wanted the experience mm-hmm. to be pure so after that i was listening to it when blind spotting was already my favorite movie which he co-wrote and co-starred in and i was just like david diggs Dude, i didn't even know what he's saying 
I'm like that that's how far removed I am from David. Like I didn't even know he was a singer. I didn't even know he was a rapper. Like they wrote all that stuff in, in, in uh, blind spotting. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know like that was the first movie I'd ever seen David David or Raphael in. Mm-hmm. And I saw it purely for the trailer. Yeah. And after one viewing I was like, Okay, Kick Ass is no longer my favorite movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is uh it, it, I yeah. I think it was four or five times I was literally shattered, shaking and crying in the theater. Oh my gosh. But, uh, Mm-hmm. Yes. I need to listen to more of his music as well. Yeah. But uh, okay. uh, I digress. I, I did want to point out, since you were talking about his history, that it's interesting that you said Australia because Mission Impossible 2 was filmed in Australia. Oh, yeah. Primarily. And the villain, because that movie went long and had to do more and more reshoots or whatever, lost out on being Logan. So he told Hugh Jackman, you just got the role of a lifetime (laughs) when he was cast. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Um, that's, uh, I mean, and and look where, look what happened. Just greatness, you know? Yeah. uh, Especially with, (laughs) no offense to Hugh Jackman, but after his mistakes as a producer with X-Men Origins Wolverine. Oh yeah. We eventually, we yeah. eventually got that, Mwah. that perfection. Yeah. But uh, we'll we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, I actually, while watching this, looked up Ellis Island just to make sure, because in Iron Man three, the president is named uh, President Ellis after the comic book writer Ellis. Mm-hmm. I'm blanking on his first name, but I was like. Pretty sure Ellis Island is real, but is this a nod to the comics? It was not. Oh, um, wow. That would have been pretty cool. But I, I, yeah, it may have been, they may have chosen that location. I doubt it, though. But I like that they're teasing it. I guess maybe I shouldn't, because it's cliche to tease something in the future on a random television newscast. Mm-hmm. But we got the tease of Ellis Island and it being open again and all teasing the third act. And we see Ellis Island with the Statue of Liberty in the background where the third act will occur. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, the bartender turns his back to Wolverine pretty quickly. He's not <laughs> worried about him stealing any money. Yeah, like, but... one thing I found, like, you know, is, is kind of cliche. It's like, you know... uh I've seen it in um, many films, but I mean, I understand why they did it. It's like, you know, the um, main character or, or whichever protagonist uh, wins a bet. Um, the sore loser approaches them later, demanding the compensation back, resulting in some kind of altercation where uh, the um, villain or whatever antagonist uh, loses again so i like the way they did that here i think uh you know uh actually we'll see what happens uh in the next segment but the the guy he brings his buddy too i mean he knew he, he got the crap kicked out of him before so he brings his friend for backup yeah let me let me re- listen to the end of this minute because i saw the subtitles but mm-hmm. okay so his friend is actually 
<laughs> smart and looking out for him. Because he says, you owe me some money, and then his friend says, come on, Stu, let's not do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cut off a little bit in that last line, but it's kind of refreshing. Like, nothing against it, because I love Kingsman, but in Kingsman 2, when he goes to do the Manners Maketh Man thing, have you seen it? I have not, no. Alright, well, you should definitely check it out. Um... That I believe the first one is on iTunes right now for four ninety nine, which oh. when you're watching or listening to this, probably no longer, maybe, but check it out. Um, just a bunch of people in the bar all get together and they're like, all right, we're going to, I don't know why I switched from this to this <laughs> Wolverine, but uh, all right, we're all eight of us going to kick your ass. It's nice seeing one friend that's like, dude, this is... Yeah. Like, let's just um, like, let's go home. Uh, like, Stu, you bet on yourself after seeing that. Come on. You could have at least bet against yourself. Right. That's all things considered. I don't know if it's from his life, a bad Stu, idea. I bet against you. <laughs> yeah, right. You should have. I'll give you some of my winnings. <laughs> That's like if I was like, uh, I think I, uh, something genius would be to Get into a fight with Floyd Mayweather, but bet against yourself. You know, and just be like, I bet a million dollars. A million dollars, I lose this fight. You know, so. God, you might die doing that. Yeah, right. <laughs> just <R>. one. <laughs> uh, I guarantee there's some legal shit that. <laughs> that I know, would, right? Uh, go, they'd go after you, but. Yeah, it's do you do you find it as bad acting or her seeing what's coming that she's kind of shaking? Well, there's three options. Do you think the shaking at around like 52 seconds is her just intimidated that he's so close or her seeing what's coming with Stu approaching or just bad acting because um I mean, um, I don't know where this is on Anna Paquin's career, but she's definitely, like, she obviously has evolved Yeah, uh, you know, in her acting uh, technique. She's better, I would say, in True Blood than in yeah, I, this movie, just purely age. You know, I, I've not seen True Blood. The only thing, um, the only movies Anna pa- the only Anna Paquin movie I I remember like vividly was um, uh, Fly Away Home uh, with Jeff Daniels where they like save a bunch of geese or whatever and she was really good in that. Oh, um, <laughs> I think I saw the trailers for that. Was yeah, she younger like, in that one. Yeah, she was. She was. Yeah, she was a lot younger. Uh, but I'd say this uh, face is more of. Like she knows. I mean, she 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 she's seen what Logan can do in the ring. Mm-hmm. So maybe she's like, "This isn't going to end well." I don't think she knows to like what extent. You know, uh, he's gonna mess this guy up, but she knows that he um, he's not messing around. Gotcha. And that's not even a dig at Anna Paquin. I think she would look back at this movie. And see how she's progressed as an actress, and be like, mm-hmm. "Whoo!" Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, Channing Tatum looking back at his first acting role. He's like, "Oh man, I'm so was much it, better now." Was it the dance uh, movie? 
No, Step Up was later. I think his first thing was on some Law and Order. Oh. And it was like, if you think about him as Magic Mike, how he dresses, like, in tees and, like, baggy clothes and, like, his hat might be to the side and stuff, and that kind of seems natural for that character, mm-hmm. it's like someone looked at that and was like, let's get anyone who's a Channing Tatum type first person who looks kind of like this guy and dress him and they just get the first person and the person is not a skilled or seasoned actor oh so yeah. it's like they they saw that and was like let's get a character like that on law and order for a bit part and you're like it's just not the same yeah but it, it <laughs> but it's him it's just him with like a decade of experience right yeah they're just like uh, let's just get some guy you know, any guy. Yeah, a Channing Tatum type. But, yeah, and, uh, anything else? Like, I see that they've got, they've still got that fire in the trash can in yeah. the background of her. It's got to be like 80 degrees in there by now. Uh, <laughs> that fire's been going for a very long time. Who's been feeding that fire is what I want to know, too. Do they have like a, <laughs> a, a bar back that... That throws, you know, dried cedar into uh, into there. Yeah, they've. I mean, clearly, I don't know what's what would be better for them. You see, like walls behind Logan, and it's just loose boards, or there's spaces between the boards. So yeah. either because it's a smoking, the whole place is a smoking area. Either they've got the windows open, and the heat. Like, they also have to air the place out for that burning, for the smoke coming from that. Yeah, everybody so die of carbon monoxide be, poisoning. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if they'd be better off just closing all the windows and putting that one fire out. But, you know, <laughs> they know. Could, this, uh, this is a possibility. They could be uh, fueling the fire with the bodies of Logan's victims. I think that would be you know, efficient. <laughs> Like, they just drag uh, him out of the ring and just right into the fire. <laughs> yeah. That's why, uh, that's not a bruiser on Stu's eye. That's just soot from someone else's <laughs> body as he almost got pushed in and he came right. to He's like, ah! ah like, oh, they're, they're like, That was close. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't do this, Stu. You almost died from being fed into the fire. Yeah. You're living on borrowed time. <laughs> oh, that would be so dark. <laughs> all right. Well, that's what I've got. What do you think's hanging from all these walls? It looks like leather straps and stuff. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. This Just is like tools. a. It's like a. Uh, what do you call it? It's like a Texas roadhouse. So like uh, you know, with all the flare all over the walls, like old school yeah. pictures, saddles and stuff. Like I don't, I don't know. Maybe they're going for like a certain theme though. It's, it's kind of cool though, you know, like a real dive, dive type place. Yeah, the set dresser really had fun. I gotta yeah. imagine. Just get me just shit that can hang from the walls. Just add extra shit in between <laughs> Logan and the blue light background. You know, it's funny. Like, so like I've been uh, on some movie sets that have been made to look. Like, not this gross and, um, like, weathered, but, um, 
have been on on sets that like have been made to look like more uh, run down. And the funny thing is, is that like, like it doesn't it, like they've never smelled run down. It's always like a, a fresh smell or like maybe like a plasticky smell, but they never smell how they look. So looking at this, it probably didn't stink in there at all. It probably smelled fantastic. Everybody's costumes probably smelled really good, but just painted to look all tattered. I find that hilarious. It's like uh, on Lord of the Rings when they make a bunch of structures that look like stone, but it's really yeah. just packing material. Yeah, like exactly. packing peanuts. It's like, yeah. this doesn't... I wouldn't expect it to touch cold stone right now. Right, yeah. Here, but it's just warm and squishy. Exactly. All right. Uh, anything else for Minute 13? Uh, not for Minute 13. All right. That's been Minute 13 of X-Minutes. Uh, I've been Brian. I'm Wolf. And we'll see you in Minute 14 as this keeps evolving and mutating. Countdown to Shaved Head 8. Right? Yeah. 8. Yeah. This is, this is almost as inaccessible as Community's Beetlejuice joke. <laughs> which, if you don't know, look it up. Community's on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm.